Welcome to the Transcend Human Podcast. I'm Daryl McMullen, and this is a show dedicated to understanding the human condition, the impact it has on us, how we respond to it, how we can exceed the expectations and limitations of this world, in essence, how we can level up and live lives that serve a higher purpose. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. For those of you who are here on a regular basis, welcome back. Uh, For those of you, if you're joining us for the first time, I would encourage you to head on back to episode one. That will give you the best and uh, fastest onboarding possible so that you have a good idea of what we're all about here at the show, why we exist, some of that uh, initial information. So if you're new, feel free to go back and do that. Um, Again, for those of you who uh, have been here on a regular basis, you're probably like, what is going on? Uh, The last episode was one week ago, and here you are putting out another one already. And you would be right. Um, If you're as OCD as me, um, you realize that we were uh, releasing episodes every two weeks. Uh, But with uh, being sheltered here in place at home, I've had a lot of free time, and Actually, I have a lot of content, and uh, I was getting to the place where I was a little frustrated because I had all this content, and it it felt like I was just waiting, waiting, waiting uh, to release it every couple weeks. So we're going to try this. Um, We'll we'll release it here this week, and then we'll try to do another one next week, and we'll just see if we can get in that rhythm of, of releasing weekly. If not, we'll go back to every two weeks. So no harm, no foul. Um, but again, I mentioned the coronavirus thing. We uh, are sheltering in place. This is going on the second full week uh, working from home. And I'm assuming that this week will be the same. I haven't heard any different from my employer. So here we are. Coronavirus has set in. Uh, and basically at this time, uh, things are really kind of heating up in New York and uh, the surrounding area. The most uh, updated information I have is that they're even thinking about shutting down um, all transportation between New York and New Jersey and Connecticut. So not a a fun thing for people living there, but... It is what it is. We have to we have to figure this thing out and make sure that we can uh, stop it before it gets out of control, which it has already in some aspects. So wherever you are, uh, if you're here in the U.S., if you're somewhere outside the U.S., um, I just hope that everything's going well and that you're safe and that we can all get through this together. All right, let's dive into a minute of transparency here. So I was in the car the other day, and uh, my my daughter was playing music, and I don't know if you have that same thing, but I've got three teenagers, and that's literally the first thing that happens when you get in a car, is they try to take over uh, your sound system, um, either you know by jacking into the auxiliary or, or connecting to the Bluetooth, um, but they all want to play their music, and so... Uh, my oldest was playing some of her music and a song came on and I, I heard 
um, this this uh, phrase over and over again. I'm just so sick of being human. And I was like, wow, that is very interesting given transcend human and, and some of the concepts that we talk about here on the show. So I said, hey, you know, shoot me that information. I want to know who sings that song. And uh, and so she shot it over to me. Uh, the song is Human by John Bellion. And I got to thinking, man, what if, what if this show had a theme song, right? Maybe that could be my theme song. And, uh, but I don't, and I can't pay for one anyway, so it's all good. Uh, but hypothetically, if I, if I did, this song might be in the running. So uh, before we get too far into it, I want you to think that, you know, I'm promoting this song and I think you should all listen to it and adopt it into your playlist. Uh, you know, it isn't the most family friendly song. So that's an, another reason I can't have it as my theme song. Um, but I am drawn to it for a number of reasons. Uh, first it's just it's real and it's raw you know it's a it's a song that questions a lot of things Um, and it's a good example of how many of us feel at times questioning our humanity in light of our spiritual beliefs wrestling with some of the things that we struggle with in this world and then just an honesty uh, that that comes from um, knowing that or feeling maybe that you won't find somebody to really love you or someone that you can really love. So it's an interesting song. I thought I'd just read um, the first part of the song here. So it says, I always fear that I'm not living right, so I feel guilty when I go to church. The pastor tells me I've been saved. I'm fine. Then please explain to me why my chest still hurts. And then the chorus is... is uh, over and over, I'm just so sick of being human. I'm just so sick of being human. So just an interesting, uh, interesting song. Uh, if you ever have time, check it out, like I said. But uh, yeah, if I had a, a theme song, you know, that might be in the running. So that's the minute of transparency. Let's jump on over to today's topic. Um, today, we're going to talk about transcend human initiators. So basically, I was thinking the other day, and I'm like, what what really pushes a person out of their comfort zone um, and makes you start thinking about things like transcend human? Uh, I know what it was for me, um, but I thought, you know, what if I came up with a list of things uh, that that would put people in that frame of mind? And so that's what we're going to do today. There's uh, there's a couple sections we'll walk through. The first is the uh, ten transcend human initiators. And then the second section, we're going to talk about keeping an open mind. And then finally, we're going to we're talk about following your conscience. So number one, 10 transcend human initiators. And the way we'll walk through these is basically, uh, I'll, I'll talk about the initiator itself. And then before I move on to the next one, I'll, I'll kind of give a statement of how transcend human uh, views that in your life. So, so here we go. Uh, number one is age. So when you walk through your life, uh, you start obviously being a kid, uh, you're very naive in nature, you don't have a lot of life experience. Then you move into the teenage years where you become a little more self-absorbed, the world result revolves around you typically. Then you move into young adulthood and you kind of get this preoccupation with with your life, with relationships, your career, starting a family, uh, those sorts of things. And then once you kind of progress farther into adulthood, uh, you start getting to a place where you see the world for what it is. 
right? And then finally, the, the elderly stage of life is, is kind of the best vantage point for, for really having a deep reflection, uh, the ability to kind of put it all together. And so as you look at that spectrum of, of time and all of those phases that you go through, uh, at some point in that adult to elderly uh, time period, you really reach this point where you, where you start reflecting on and asking questions about your life. And uh, so Transcend Human would suggest that at some point in your life, you've seen enough to where the right path should become clear. Um, so that's kind of the initiator when it comes to age, is is that point you reach when you've had enough of life experience and you look back and, and this path just becomes clear to you that there must be something more to this life than just day-to-day living. So that's number one. Uh, number two is family. Uh, but before we get into family, we have to talk a little bit about selfishness. So some would say that selfishness is a part of every person, and I would agree. Uh, I think it's something that we're born with, uh, something we came by honestly. And when I look back at my life, I would definitely agree. Uh, it fascinates me to see just how uh, my selfishness was challenged as I moved from being single to where I am today. And it uh, really kind of happened in stages. And so I'll kind of walk through those. Uh, first of all, you know, when you go from single to dating, uh, there's this little change that takes place and you start to realize it um, when you're in a relationship and, and you realize that the world isn't revolving around you anymore. Now, that doesn't mean that when you're single, the world does revolve around you. I mean, you can still be a person who sees the needs in other people and is helpful to other people as a single person. But at the end of the day, it's just you. And so it just kind of naturally happens to where most of your thoughts and most of your behaviors are to take care of yourself. But in that dating stage, you start to realize that other another person... Uh, is requiring your time and energy. And so you start to lose some of that selfishness as you start dating. Uh, Next, you're giving up a little bit more of it when you get married, right? So you move from the dating relationship into the marriage relationship, and now you're living in the same house. And uh, you start to realize uh, you're giving up even more of yourself in order to be with that person. Now you don't have to, but your life is going to be pretty rough. So uh, marriage then obviously takes it to that that new level. Then uh, when kids come along, uh, the majority of that selfishness is going to go out the window. Um, now again, you can hang on to it and, and your life is going to be a little more difficult. But, um, you know, when you have four or five people living in a house, you suddenly realize that there's a lot of give and take that happens, right? There's a lot of um, selflessness that has to happen in order to keep the the household running smoothly and have it uh, be a good environment where people feel cared for and loved and all of that. So, and then finally, um, uh, I've talked a little bit about safe families and that that's a program we're involved with. And so that's actually... Uh, taken that concept of selfishness to a a whole new level um, 
you know, or at least struggling with what it means to be selfish versus selfless. Uh, so it's it's one thing to give up your wants and desires for your own flesh and blood, for a spouse, for your kids. Um, but when you have a, a complete stranger in your house um, and they're they're young and they require your your love and attention, um, it's it's another level of you know putting someone else's needs above yours that really forces you to give up some of that selfishness that you still have around in your life. So you don't really understand that until you're in the situation, but um, those are definitely the the stages I kind of went through in in moving from selfishness to selflessness. And so Transcend Human suggests that uh, by understanding our selfish nature and uh, putting others first, uh, we eventually grow up. So family is definitely uh, something that initiates those thoughts about uh, your yourself and your your human nature, uh, and and how to move up and beyond that. All right, number three is wisdom. So some people are just walking brains, right? I mean, you probably have this friend who, you know, they got the four point five in school and they're now rocket scientists, and um, yeah. So I, I totally believe that there are people out there who are just naturally gifted in terms of intellect. And there's a chance that these people understand transcend human at a level that I, I won't even be able to touch. Uh, you know, they're able to see the forest for the trees. Uh, maybe they decided really early in their life that, um, that that was their path to enlightenment, so to speak. Uh, but others are intelligent because of years of experience, right? It's it's not just a gift they were given when they were born. Um, you know, these people have spent years studying and learning, uh, often learning the hard way, uh, but through it all, you know, reaching a level under a level of understanding uh, that some never really find. And we talked a little bit about this in the last episode. You know, people who are lifelong learners and who are constantly, you know, keeping their mind open to the world around them. Uh, in order to learn new things and and to mature. So Transcend Human would suggest that wisdom uh, is one of those initiators because, um, you know, smart people are observant and and they see patterns and they understand that there uh, is a higher purpose to life, you know, based on that learning and based on uh, the observation of life. Number four, crisis. So... Uh, we talked a little bit about smart people learning things the hard way, uh, but this is different. This isn't just learning things the hard way. Um, learning things the hard way is often due to us making bad decisions, right? You know, when we have two options and we choose the wrong one and things go south and then we have to end up learning, you know, from that situation. But a crisis isn't brought on by things that we do typically, uh, crises often come out of the blue and they happen to us. And after going through uh, a number of crises in your life, uh, crisis level events, uh, you can't help but question the human condition, right? Uh, and why you seem to be the punching bag for the universe, uh, if you will. Uh, so a crisis definitely, or a, a number of crises can definitely push someone to that place where they start asking questions about 
the the world, the universe, um, what their purpose is in life, things like that. So Transcend Human suggests that sometimes when you've been through a crisis, you reach a point where you can clearly see that there is more to life. Uh, number five is death. So not necessarily our own deaths, um, because that would cause us to no longer have thoughts. Um, but obviously the death of other people. So once, once that happens, um, you know, we, we are forced to kind of think about the gravity of life, the shortness of life, how fragile it is. Um, you know, whether it's a loved one, uh, directly closely related to us, a, an acquaintance or someone at work, um, it doesn't really matter. Obviously the closer the person is, the harder it is for you. Uh, but sometimes just, you know, any, any death can really force you to wake up and start to think about, uh, what life means. So it, it's crazy how we can be living the good life one week, just completely focused on the fun things life has to offer. Uh, and then out of the blue, you know, we're just shocked and stunned, uh, as somebody passes away. So a, a good recent example of this is the death of Kobe Bryant and the people in the helicopter with him. Uh, you know, that was, everyone woke up that morning, they just went on about their life. And then when the news started coming in, it literally stopped, uh, at least LA for sure. You know, the entire city just stopped, um, and, and did a gut check, you know, and, and really we're, we're forced to deal with the understanding of how fragile life is. So transcend human suggests that uh, it's it's in moments like these where we become open to the possibility that there is more to life than just the life we've been living. Number six is addiction. I know, great topic, right? Uh, but addiction is one of those things that, that can really force us uh, to think, um, maybe not in the, in the heat of the moment, uh, at being addicted to something, but, but definitely at a time where, uh, you know, an, an addiction has really taken hold, uh, and you reach maybe that bottom of the barrel, uh, kind of, kind of point. So there's just something fascinating about addictive behavior, right? Chasing something as hard as you can, even though it's slowly killing you. Uh, when you think about it from a worldly point of view, uh, it's just trying to have as much fun as you possibly can, right? It's if if this is all life is, like I just want to live it, right? Live it, live in the moment, and and just enjoy myself as much as I can. Uh, or for some people, it's an attempt to drown out something negative in their life. So chasing after good feelings to mask pain, trauma, feelings of worthlessness, feelings of shame, uh, things like that. Um, but looking at it from a, a spiritual point of view, uh, I've, I've heard it explained this way. Uh, addiction is nothing more than us trying to fill a hole in our heart that only God can fill. Uh, the Bible offers an, an illustration. There was a young man who asked his dad for his inheritance, and he wanted it probably earlier than he was supposed to get it in life. Um, because he, he just wanted to get out of the house and just experience everything life had to offer. So the, the father agreed, the young man took his inheritance, left home, and, and ran off to the city to find true happiness. Uh, he spent all of his inheritance on the things that he thought would fill the hole in his heart, uh, only to find that it left him cold, hungry, and unsatisfied. So he returned home, uh, assuming that his father would at least allow him to work as a slave or a servant. 
but when he got home, his father threw a big old party, welcomed him home uh, as if he had been off uh, at the university getting a medical degree or something like that. And really, this is, this is us in a nutshell, right? We spend huge chunks of our lives chasing after happiness, things like success, careers, money, food, drugs, alcohol, gambling, uh, short-term relationships, uh, things like that. Uh, and at some point, we either wise up and make better choices, or we hit that rock bottom that we, we hear so much about, that, that bottom of the barrel, can't do any more because I'm going to die kind of situation. And so we find ourselves at that point, and all of a sudden, many of us, we, we become open to higher things, uh, typically transcendent or spiritual things. There's, there's no view like the view from the bottom, looking up and realizing there's nowhere else I can go but up. So Transcend Human suggests that uh, anyone who has been released from an addiction can tell you how lucky they feel to be free and to be able to focus on more important things. All right, number seven uh, is irony. So similar to growing up and learning from your mistakes and maturing, uh, irony for me looks a little like this. So for most of my life, I have to admit, I suffered from a thing called road rage. Uh, Some of you may understand that and feel that. Uh, I can still, and I can still fall back into it when I'm uh, not at my stronger points in life. Uh, Looking back, I can see that it it really came from a narcissistic view of myself uh, and my driving abilities. In short, I was awesome and everyone else needed driving lessons. Uh, I can still remember the the anger that I would feel when someone cut me off or did something dumb uh, that that imposed on my driving experience. Uh, I would take it personally, uh, like they were doing it on purpose just to take me off. And then uh, irony set in. So I don't even remember when it started, but at some point I started making mistakes myself driving. Now I'm sure I had even back then, um, but you know, in my forties, I think there were, there were a few that were just shockingly bad (laughs) to the point where I, I really couldn't rationalize anymore that, oh, the sun was in my eyes or uh, someone just distracted me. No, I would just flat out screwed up, uh, you know, and, and caused road rage probably in someone else. Ironic, right? Um, but, but it's really funny how, how that whole process can can go from beginning to end and help you grow up, right? It help you realize that um, that you're not quite as smart as you thought you were. You aren't quite as good of a driver as you thought you were. So uh, Transcend Human suggests that ironic situations like this can actually grow us up. Uh, we see things come full circle, and it helps us see that all we need is help, just like everyone else. Uh, and we need to give each other the same grace uh, that we now need in that situation. So, how ironic. Uh, number eight is intuition. So, intuition is typically viewed as a woman thing, right? Female. Uh, we say that it, it was a woman's intuition that uh, helped keep her safe. Things like that. Uh, and I, I believe that. Uh, but I also believe that everyone has a level of intuition. So, it's that feeling inside of you, right? Telling you things like, uh, you know, you were made for more than this, right? Or 
you know you're doing things that aren't good for you, right? You know that you're unique and you have you could use that gift or talent to help others, right? Uh, you know if you don't do that one thing that only you can do, nobody else will and the world will miss out on it. So Transcend Human suggests that we need to listen to our intuitions and act on them in order to reach our full potential. So when you hear that little voice inside of your head saying, you can do it, you got this idea, you know, why don't you make, make something new, create something? Uh, listen to that voice because it's helping you to transcend human. Number nine is longing. So this one's pretty simple. Um, have you ever had that feeling like nothing in life will actually satisfy? Uh, I'm not talking serious clinical depression. Uh, you know, that's a dangerous thing all of its own. Um, I'm talking about kind of a momentary depression, just a sudden passing hopelessness of sorts. You can't really put your finger on it. You don't really know why you feel that way, but you just know that there, there has to be something more in life uh, and you long to figure out what that thing is. Uh, in situations like this, uh, you know, even fame and fortune can't fill the void, right? It's that whole concept, uh, money can't buy happiness. Uh, I can't tell you the number of uh, interviews I've seen where uh, people who are either in positions of great power or, um, you know, they're, they're wealthy or they have a, a great job, they're an actress or an athlete, um, just the struggles that they have, you know, even, even having those things and, and having everything that the world suggests you need in order to be happy and to be healthy and all that, um, you know, they just, they still have that longing for something else. And like we talked about, uh, I think under addiction, um, that you're, that you're constantly trying to fill that hole in your heart. Uh, that's really what longing is all about. It's that hole that's in your heart and, and money and happiness, worldly happiness and fame and fortune, none of those things can fill the void, right? It's only, it's only having the, an understanding of God and what he truly is to us that, that can fill that in our hearts. So Transcend Human uh, suggests that having everything the world tells you is important, but still feeling empty can initiate the desire to transcend human. So when you reach that place where you just have that longing, you're, you're becoming open to the fact that there's more to life. And then finally, number 10, um, is the earth or nature. So nature and, and just the beauty of it all at times uh, can kind of push you into that frame of mind, right? You sit in the immensity of nature and you can't help but feel small. The complexity of all of it all, this, uh, this, uh, level of complexity in not only the environment, but in the way that we were created and the way that, uh, nature and animals interact and work, uh, just suggests a level of intelligence that transcends what we can even comprehend. Uh, the changing environment, uh, that appears to be in a downward spiral. So this is, you know, we, we see nature, we see the world and we see the beauty of it all. But at the same time, we, we can just feel that that things are unraveling or coming apart and the earth is really in a downward spiral you know toward the end of time and the other crazy thing is just the the experience of time that we that we feel uh, it almost feels like time is speeding up as we as we move faster and faster toward 
this thing that we just can't put our finger on. Uh, and so Transcend Human suggests that the, the craziness of life, so, you know, politics, wars, fall, failing economies, natural disasters, etc., that uh, all of these things can really springboard us into uh, transcendent thinking. So those are the 10. Um, when you really look back and, um, you know, keep an open mind and, and think through how have those things uh, impacted you in your life. So I'll walk back through them really quickly. So age, family, wisdom, crises, death, addiction, irony, intuition, longing, and the earth or nature. Um, how have those played into your life and have any of those things uh, brought you to a place where you're open to things like transcend human? All right, number two, keep an open mind. So those 10 things are pretty good, right? Uh, I'm, I'm sure my list wasn't all inclusive, right? These are just 10 things that jumped out of my head and onto the page so fast. I just had to start there. And I, and I knew that, you know, it didn't need to be an all-inclusive list. It was just, man, when I think about those things in my life that really brought me to a place where I, I stopped thinking about myself and I really started thinking about what the future held and what was important in life, you know, those were some of the big rocks that, uh, that kind of pushed me that direction. So uh, it is strange to me how bogged down we can get in life, right? How distracted we can get and how focused we can be on just simple, mundane, worldly things that make up our day. Uh, when there's so many things just sitting there uh, ready to slap us in the face and say, wake up, what are you doing? Uh, don't you see how much bigger life is than just what you're doing? Uh, un unfortunately, we often get slapped and then we think about it for a few minutes, maybe even change a few things about our lives. Uh, but eventually we just revert back to living the same way we did before. Uh, I feel like that was my story for at least the first 40 years of my life. You know, there were times when I would pick my head up and I would start thinking in terms of uh, transcend human, if you will. Uh, I would start heading in a good direction only to get dragged back down by the, the worldly pursuits that that you typically run into in the world. You know, I would start chasing back after money, possession, status, uh, just a constant need for security and happiness. Uh, and that's really, you know, why Transcend Human tells us to keep an open mind. So what does it really mean? Well, uh, you know, when you really think about it, that's really the only way that it can be described, right? We have to learn to to keep our mind open while we're experiencing the world around us, to try to be a little less distracted by the things that are, are vying for our attention, and instead, you know, when, when faced with situations like the 10 things above, you know, to really tune in and ask questions and feel all the feels and just respond versus sweeping it aside and moving on. Um, so that's really hard, harder said than done, right? Keeping an open mind and, and really being tuned in uh, to what you're going through and what the world is doing around you. Um, but if you do that, if, if you try to keep your mind open and really experience what the world is telling you, um, you'll be in a good position then to, uh, to move to the next level. And then finally, number three, follow your conscience. 
So uh, first of all, a caveat for the non-Christians listening, or people who don't really ascribe to any particular spiritual tradition, uh, for you, uh, decision-making is probably more uh, described in terms like this. So things like, uh, I just felt like it was the best decision. Uh, it seems like the best thing to do given my two options. Uh, it was the lesser of two evils. It was just a gut feeling. It was intuition, etc. cetera. Um, but for the Christians listening, um, some of those decision-making statements still apply. But we, we also have this concept we call the conscience. And uh, though the word conscience can't really be claimed by Christians, Christians do um, tend to have a very specific definition that's a bit more spiritual in nature, uh, and it's definitely tied to something bigger than ourselves. So to understand the conscience, uh, we have to really talk about controversy theory a little bit more. So I'm, I'm sure you've all seen the cartoon character um, that's, that's trying to make a decision. And there's a, like an angel sitting on one shoulder and a little devil sitting on the other. And each one is like whispering in a different ear, right? I'm trying to get her to, uh, to make a different decision. So we laugh. It's funny, right? It's, uh, it, but it's only because we fully understand the truth behind that little cartoon, right? Uh, so controversial theory uh, suggests that this is a huge part of the human condition. Uh, it's something that we have to understand if we're going to transcend human. So here it is. Uh, every day we experience promptings uh, that are tied directly back to the battle that exists between God and Satan. And these promptings come in two different forms. So the first is temptation, which is from Satan. And, and basically these are things that are trying to distract, things that lie to us, things that try to convince us that uh, we're foolish, uh, to scare us, to shame us, to put us down, and to lead us into uh, behaviors that Satan knows are, are bad for us and that will kind of put distance between us and God. And then the other is the conscience, which is from God. And that's basically the, the still small voice in the back of your head that's helping you to see things the right way, right? Uh, this voice that's telling you, you know, this is the right thing to do. Stay on track. Avoid pitfalls. Uh, maintain your integrity. Live up to your potential. Uh, don't fall for those things that Satan is throwing your way. Uh, and, and just like the little girl in the cartoon, uh, we're struck by how weird it is that we have those two different voices, right? And, we're, and we feel stuck in the middle, uh, you know, looking to the left, looking to the right, and trying to decide... Uh, if we should give in to the temptation, or if we should uh, listen to our conscience and do the next right thing. Now, obviously, we face decisions every day uh, where temptation versus conscience thing doesn't even come into play. I mean, these are like dumb, basic decisions like what we should wear, uh, where we should go to lunch, you know, things that don't require us to really wrestle uh, but then we face situations that are related to the controversy, uh, and there are, are an entire spectrum of those from simple to complex. So a simple one might be just, you know, being tempted to binge watch a TV show versus doing something more productive or, um, or finishing a project that you had agreed to do. So, you know, not earth shattering, not the end of the world, but at the same time, you know, there's a question there of, you know, what am I going to do with the time that I've been given? And then a much more complex uh, 
situation, you know, being tempted to lie in a situation that would save yourself, but incriminate an innocent person. I mean, this is a situation where the, the consequences are much bigger than the, the previous choice you had to make. And, you know, we have everything in between that we struggle with in life from simple to complex. So let's land the plane. Uh, this week, I want to encourage you to do the following. Uh, number one, look for things in your life that are slapping you in the face. So are there things that are trying to get your attention, asking you to slow down or stop? Uh, do these seem like transcend human initiators? Uh, if so, are you being open to them? Number two, keep an open mind. Uh, are you willing to sit in that tension and ask more questions? Are you willing to take the necessary steps to keep learning, to learn more about yourself, things like that? And then three, finally, uh, listen to your conscience. So have you been tempted a lot lately? Do you feel like you're always struggling to do the right thing? Uh, maybe this week you just need to get a Q-tip, clean out your ears a bit, and, and start listening to that still small voice that's in there, your conscience. Uh, and when you start to hear it again, uh, decide to do what it tells you to do. Uh, I know, easier said than done, but it's it's all part of that human condition. It's that part that impacts all of us. And uh, sooner or later, you know, we realize that the, the sooner we can start fighting back, the better. All right. Well, thanks for choosing to be with us today. Uh, I'm sure there was a thousand other things that you could have done with your time, but uh, hopefully being here today was uplift, uplifting and, and helped uh, helped you a bit. Uh, next time we're going to dive into something uh, that, that I've struggled with, and I think it, it might even be a systemic issue in this country. Uh, I'm going to call it the safety and security trap. Uh, but... If that sounds interesting to you, uh, join us next time. Uh, maybe bring a friend with you or tell a friend about us. Uh, the more, the merrier. All right. Uh, until then, have a great week and keep transcending human. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Transcend Human podcast. For more information, you can go to transcendhuman.com, where you'll find ways to contact us and how to access social media channels. If you like the show, you can help us by doing the following. First, tell a few friends about the show. Uh, there's nothing better than word of mouth marketing. Second, you can leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, this will make it easier to find the show and encourage others to check us out. Uh, thanks again for subscribing, and we'll see you next time.